good evening and welcome to episode 7 of Story Garden Pod. My name is Megan Lang and I am your host and story gardener. Today's episode is not actually a full episode and I want to apologize in advance. This has been a rough week um, with one of my sweet cats dealing with some medical issues specifically my 18 year old cat olive isn't doing so hot right now and if you have pets you know how dear they are um so it's been rough now my husband nick tried to tell me that it was okay to skip a week um but i didn't want to do that I find a lot of joy in putting these together and I look forward to listening to them even though they are literally just me talking to people Um, and I'm hopeful that other people feel the same way. So what I've done this week is I've gone back through several of my earlier episodes and pulled some of the stories that didn't make it into the final recording for you to listen to today. I'm calling this episode seven, Story Snippets from the First Quarter. I hope that you enjoy them as much as I do. It's really hard to cut these podcasts down and limit the number of stories that are included so it's kind of exciting to know that you'll be able to hear some of the secret stories that i haven't been able to share with you yet for what it's worth those on patreon may have already heard some of these because i do try to upload extra stories here and there from each episode i also want to add that My next episode will be Friday, May 12th, and will feature local realtor and community builder Eric Thornton. Eric, along with two friends, started B3 in like the fall of 2021, um, and it's a great uh, networking organization. B3 stands for Business Bonding and Beer, and I just... I just really think that you'll enjoy Eric. He has been a vast encouragement to me over the years, and I am excited for him to come on and share some stories with me. So uh, stay tuned for May 12th, and thank you for your patience today. And uh, let's jump right into these story snippets. So up first, we have a story snippet from Michelle Harbin, who was my guest on episode four. And... One of Michelle's stories talked about kind of how she met her husband and we specifically talked about kind of dating culture in the 80s and 90s and the early aughts and this is kind of talking about the differences between what she experienced versus what she's seeing people experience now Um, but it also... I share a little bit in this about my middle school boyfriend, Thomas, who actually gave me Olive, my old lady cat, and so it felt kind of extra fitting. The thing is, is like, I'm watching even like my nieces, and then of course my daughter, who will be 10 in July, 
I'm watching them grow up and they don't they don't feel the same pressure as right. I did. Like in middle school or in high school to be like, oh my gosh, I just want somebody to send me roses. And it's like we felt that pressure, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. I had a I had a secret ad- no. I was a secret admirer in fourth grade. I like left a I Valentine. Had my first kiss in fourth grade. I I didn't, but I left a Valentine under someone's like flowers with a stuffed animal as a fourth grader. Then in sixth grade, my middle school boyfriend, or I guess it was like he was my boyfriend from fifth grade to sixth grade, something like long long term relationship. Like over summer. Yeah, we <laughs> we made a long time, and he brought me a oh gosh. Uh, he brought me a flower arrangement made to look like a poodle <laughs> and like a big box of chocolates and and a balloon and I think I broke up with him like because the moment you won no the no, moment you won you're like I'm out I was like Never I am so mortified right now and I was afraid I didn't go the Valentine's dance because I didn't want to dance with him and he was one of my best friends for the rest of middle school and high school. Actually, he gave me my oldest cat, Olive. You haven't met Olive, but she's almost 18. And Thomas, my middle school boyfriend, gave her to me the summer after eighth grade. But these are the things, these are the things, like, we feel a pressure. Yes. That if you're going to go to a dance, this is what we felt in the... Like, I was born in the late 70s. Yeah. You were probably born in the late 80s, early 90s. 91. Okay, 91. Yeah. Okay, so we have uh, 13 years between us. Yeah. Um, But we were like, oh, if you're going to a school dance, you need a date. Yes. Well, now you see these girls, and they have they on with prom dresses with Air Maxes. Yes. And they're like, we're Converse. Y'all. They do the Converse thing. Like, they're so. I love it. And these are the things that's the mindset has shifted. Yes. From I need a man to oh, I got my girl. Be nice if yeah, I might want one, but I don't need one. I'm good without it. The second story is coming from Kanisha Dotson, who was my first ever podcast guest. Um, And this is specifically a very brief snippet, like less than three minutes, I think. Um, And I'm not even going to really introduce it. I'm just going to let her tell you. I'm a little bit of a um, Avengers person. I'm a little bit of a Marvel character. You're a nerd, nerd, just a little bit. Don't tell anybody. Um, and <laughs> the very first time that, so I read comic books growing up, and I, but I had never read the origin of Captain America. So I'm oh. all into the Avengers. Like I love all of them. I would love the Thor and the Hulk, and I want Hulk. Like Hulk is amazing. Oh my goodness. But anyway. <laughs> Um, and I'm obsessed with Hulk. But anyway, like, I love the superheroes. Maybe it may, maybe it's because I don't have superpowers and I wish I did. But I, I don't know. I like them. But, um, I've always been drawn to Captain America. Like, he's always been, like, even when you read the comics, he's always doing, um, 
like the unnoticed thing. He's always doing the thing behind the scenes. He's doing what some people would say would be like the unnecessary tasks, but they're really necessary. And um, I remember the first time that I ever um, heard his origin story and how he was not always this big hunky superhero. At one point in time, he was um, Steve Rogers. Right. And he was actually trying to enlist into the military. The military kept kicking him, telling, rejecting him. He had all kinds of health issues, asthma. He was like 90 pounds looking away. He's like a little scrawny thing. Um, but he kept <laughs> trying. He did not stop trying to enlist. He kept trying again and again and again. And eventually he captures the eye of um, a army captain who's running a special program. And he offers him an opportunity that... He easily could have given to the biggest, strongest player in the army. Right. But he chose to give Captain America the opportunity to take the superpower serum and become Captain America because he had the heart to be a superhero. Not just the muscles, but he was a good person. He was not going to get, he was determined to serve his country. Yeah. Um, And so he goes on to be Captain America. And those of you who know what happens, he's Captain America. Right. But the fact that he was the scrawny, the small, the counted out, the underdog, the never offered a chance person, and he never stopped being who he was. He continually kept going towards his goal. And, you know, as a black woman in the South, sometimes I feel like I was born the underdog Mm -hmm. and I refuse to stop trying. I will continually try to be the best me that I can be. And... Or, you know, I can definitely say at 32, I have met my fair share of Dr. I forget the man's name who gave Captain America the chance. I have become, I've met my fair share of them who have given me the opportunity because of my worth ethic, not because of, you know, where I come from, but because of who who I'm trying to be and my heart and my soul and because I'm a hard worker and I'm always going to try. Yeah. and I always think about him and he's, that's why he's my favorite Avenger. Like, even though cool. he can't shoot that's lasers so cool. or fly, like all he has is a vibranium shield Gosh. and the ability to drink as much alcohol as he wants and never get drunk. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, he, he doesn't, you know, he's not Hulk with we don't unimaginable. Have no, I don't. I don't have that skill. I'm like half a cup in and it's, it's over. Um, <laughs> But, yeah. you know, do you yes. know, know what I'm saying? Like, it yeah. was it was very easy for me to see that. And that made me love Captain America even more. And that's why, you know, every Marvel movie they put out, if Captain America's in it, I'm going to go see it. If they, That's cool. Yeah. Captain America has impacted my life. So thank you very much. And I want a vibranium shield. I don't think I can make that happen. I don't. I'm sorry. We got to go to Wakanda. <laughs> So this last story is from my guest from episode two, Cole Shepard. And um, honestly, I think Cole gave me like seven stories or some ridiculous number. But here is one of them. And I hope it gives you the same kind of giggle it gave me because Cole is hilarious. So, here we go. So let me again, let me tell you, let me tell this is 
Okay. Story outside. I love the flower, by the way. I think we're gonna we're gonna do something with that. I like that. <laughs> we're gonna do something with that. But so so walk a lot. Let me tell you how old I am. When I was in elementary school, for the first couple of years, we didn't have school buses. Hmm. There, they just didn't. Gosh, Cole, they you're were, old. There were no school buses. We had to walk to school. So, so where from? It's was roughly the distance from Sumner Regional Hospital mm-hmm. to um, Epic Eatery. Maybe Whoa, a little okay. It was it was a mile or a mile and a half, which in those days wasn't very long. Distance, yeah. Distances like, have become longer over time. I don't know why. It's I haven't explored like that mystery a, yet, but they've become 20 longer. 20 or 25-minute walk. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm like but I was like, estimating But this. like in first grade, so I had to walk to school. Oh, you had little legs. I had tiny legs. So it, was a, it was a little further. And I remember there was this one house I had to walk past because there was no other road around it. And it was one of these old wooden... I'm not going to use the word shack because we all lived in those back then and they weren't shacks at that point. They were normal. (laughs) Um, We didn't call them shacks. We just called them houses. Um, But it had a big front porch and a big space under the front porch. You know, a big wooden front porch. Oh, like you yeah, yeah, see. yeah. Like the crawl space under yeah, a porch the, where, yeah. where kittens go and have more kittens. Right. And then you end up with 12 litters of kittens. Right. And, well, this yes. one had dogs under the porch. Oh, Lord. And the dogs would come out and they would chase me and they would <laughs> bite me going to school. So I would arrive at school crying and sometimes with the butt hanging out of my britches. <laughs> You were the oldest of four. Yeah, oh, I was the only gosh. one in school. I was the only one in school at the time. I mean, the others were little kids at home. Right. And, my, and <laughs> so you were alone. I was alone, walking to school all by myself. And then on the way home, we would repeat. And <laughs> so I I'm went through this. Really crying. And my, you know, my family's like, oh, we're not taking you to school. I mean, Dad's got to go to work. Mama's got three other kids, or two, maybe two at the time. Yeah. But no, no, you you just deal with it. So that was the start of my walking. <laughs> and it's a wonder that didn't stop, but it continued. Um, I literally have tears coming yeah, down. It's been, you know, I'm I don't know. I'm imagining you in like a little sailor suit with butt flaps hanging open because a dog nipped it. Hanging which right I out. know that that's yeah, not it, how it was, but that they were they were they were corduroys. Oh, <laughs> what, no, I'm thinking about was it is it Paddington Bear that wears corduroy? Yeah, I think so. Who? <laughs> Oh and gosh. I don't even know what my first period class was. I never because I was crying throughout first. It took me second period to calm down. So whatever <laughs> we were taught at that time, I to this day I don't. I'm deficient in whatever that was because I couldn't. I couldn't mm-hmm. compose myself until you know the second period. Thank you for joining me for episode 7 of Story Garden Pod, Story Snippets from the First Quarter. If you enjoyed today's episode, I hope you'll subscribe and follow along as we dig into a new set of stories each episode. As a note, this week's special beverage was H2O, because on hard weeks we all need to be well hydrated. 
Don't forget to drink your water, folks. Special thanks to musician Dave Isaacs for use of his song Perpetual Motion, which can be found on streaming platforms or by visiting NashvilleGuitarGuru.com. Dave, who is also a guitar teacher here in Nashville, will be coming on the podcast this summer, so I'm excited for you to hear from him later on. To support Starry Garden Pod financially, become a Patreon supporter by visiting patreon.com backslash storygardenpod. We'll be sharing extra stories, our special cocktail recipes, and more, so don't miss it. Finally, did you enjoy today's episode? If so, leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Your reviews will help us reach a wider audience, share more stories, and build an even stronger community. Again, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the garden.